This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Taking a look back at 2017, this was an interview we did a couple of days ago and looking at the top Twitter trends. So if you want to know if what you were tweeting was in the top part of what was trending, what many people were talking about, well, take a listen because we have the answers. Uh, Not a huge surprise that the Prime Minister gets uh, the number one spot when it comes to Canadian Twitter accounts and what people are tweeting about. Yes, uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is a natural on Twitter, and I think there's a few reasons. One, it's clearly part of the communications and engagement strategy, but also think back, he's part of a generation that when he was an MP, he likely set up his own Twitter account and built his following. So that plays through in how he uses Twitter. But rounding out our top five lists of most mentions by Canadian Twitter users, we have the Toronto Blue Jays, the Montreal Canadiens, the Globe and Mail, and the CBC. So clearly, Canadians are logging onto Twitter because they're interested in what's happening, whether it's sports, news, or, or politics. <laughs> and did they take a look at what those top five mentions on Twitter, whether they were positive or negative tweets? Yeah, so we can measure uh, sentiment, and we find it's always a range, and that's kind of part of the appeal of the platform, is that you can see all the different sides. So, yeah, just because someone is mentioning Justin Trudeau or the Montreal Canadiens doesn't mean they're saying uh, good things. They could be uh, critical, or in the case of, of sports, there's a natural rivalry that, rivalry that comes with teams playing each other, of course. Definitely. Um, That also plays into, or it's not a a huge leap when we take a look at the hashtags that that people were using. Yes, and this year, the hashtag, which was born on Twitter, is a way to follow a specific conversation turned 10 years old. So at number one, and these are the most mentions by Canadian Twitter users in regards to hashtags being used in a tweet. At number one, hashtag GoHabsGo. So that's a big win for the Montreal Canadiens. And in many ways, uh, the hashtag is a way to be part of a collective cheer online. Followed by at number two, Bell Let's Talk, which is uh, a national hashtag and actually international at this point to discuss mental health as well as raise funds uh, for every tweet that uses the hashtag. At number three, Canadian Poly, which is a popular hashtag to discuss federal politics as well as any public policy issue that connects to Canadians. At number four, it's hashtag Toronto, or even just the word Toronto. And I will say, as someone who's calling from Toronto, uh, and we've often been accused of thinking we're the center of the universe, I think that's more just about population is in our favor. We have a lot of people living here, so we're going to do well on any type of list that's measured by volume. And at number five, the big theme throughout 2017, hashtag Canada 150. Canada marked 150 years since Confederation. And to your point, Canada 150 was used to celebrate Canada day and the 150th, but also to have critical and much-needed conversations about even the frame of Canada 150 uh, in Indigenous issues and what reconciliation could and should look like this year. Uh, interesting. Uh, and when you break down the numbers, too, uh, like you said, the numbers, almost 400,000 mentions on Canada Day. Uh, but throughout the year, $1.8 million mentions and people using the hashtag Canada 150. With Canada 150, there was a lot of reflection on what it means to be Canadian in the history of our country. And the government was working to make sure it was a year-long celebration. So, of course, that's going to peak 
on Canada Day itself. Um, but it is the 150th year. So that was something that there was just a lot of engagement, also a lot of companies coming on on, on board with that. So, yeah, the, the conversations can continue. And, you know, I guess the question is looking looking forward, uh, what does it mean to be uh, Canadian, not just here in Canada, but internationally, and, and what's next for the country? Uh, the passing of Gord Downey also played out on Twitter. Uh, was this something, do you think, was this people trying to share the information or people coming together feeling like a bit of a community right across the country in, in talking about Gord Downey on Twitter? Yes, yeah, so it's definitely both. We saw more than 300,000 tweets about the passing of Gord Downey within 48 hours of his death, and that was in mid-October. I know throughout the year, because he was so open about his fight with cancer, anytime his name trended on Twitter, there was this collective gasp, oh, hopefully he hasn't died. And sometimes it was because he was in the news, he was receiving an award. But when he did pass, you know, as a fan, or even if you just, you know, follow Canadian pop culture and, and music, you want to process it, you want to talk about it. And we saw artists who had worked with Gord in, in the hip or artists who had been inspired by the hip taking to Twitter as well as politicians, hockey teams. It definitely was a national conversation and Twitter became a real tribute to Gord Downey, the Canadian, uh, the poet, the the artist. And, and that that is his legacy, which is the music that he created. And Twitter allows you to, to not only kind of share your thoughts, but, but to also quote his music. So it was definitely just a, a, a moment. And no matter where you were, even if you weren't you know, with another hit fan, you could be, thanks to the platform. And one other mention I wanted to get to was when news breaks, and oftentimes it's horrible news, whether it's an attack or a shooting, but people do take to Twitter. Yeah, we often say, and, and I'm a former journalist myself, is that Twitter is where the news gets the news. And Two other really big stories this year, uh, and it has been quite the news year in terms of headlines. The Quebec City mosque shooting earlier this year, it took place on a a Sunday night. Of course, it was in in Quebec, and English traditional media wasn't able to get to the scene. So uh, it was Twitter that was providing the breaking updates as the story unfolded. Same with the uh, Edmonton attack. Uh, We also saw Twitter play a really big role in the Women's March back on January 21st. And connecting that to the hashtag MeToo movement, where women are t- taking to Twitter and, and now the media to share their stories of sexual harassment and, and assault. And it plays out on Twitter in a way that hasn't historically been properly covered in mainstream media. So that was a really big shift that we saw this year, and I think a, a big victory for the feminist movement and just equality at large. That was Jennifer Hollett. She is the head of news and government at Twitter Canada, taking a look back at the top Twitter trends of 2017, focusing on Canadian politics and what Canadians were talking about on Twitter throughout the year. Wonder what 2018 will have in store. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.